Uh, good evening, brethren. It's another good time that we are meeting for another episode. Um, I know it's been a while again since I recorded the last episode. It's been exactly a month and uh, some days. And I'm so happy to be back again with another episode. And um, just to update you on what has been going on in my life is that uh, I think uh, part of the reason why I don't record as often um is because of family uh, and because of work and because of study but i really do look forward to um recording these episodes and i wish i could uh, find the strength and i will find the strength uh to to record at least once a week because our audience is really really growing and uh, majority of our listeners and i thank you so much listeners uh, are still in the us and uh, Kenya and Canada and Philippines, Botswana, there are people listening to us from Jamaica, from Brazil, from Germany, uh, from Serbia, Uganda, Croatia. We have people listening from Portugal, Guyana, Namibia, Taiwan, Bahrain, Italy, the UK, um, from South Africa, some from China, from India. And so our audience, uh, which today stands at above 57 uh, people, unique listeners, it's not a big, uh, it's not such a big audience, but it's a church. And so um, I think from now on, <laughs> I will start addressing us as a church because we're a church. And uh, the growth that this podcast has experienced in the last um, two years is has been amazing, you know. Uh, I know that I've not been consistent with it, but one thing that I know for sure is that with, with this episode, we have been learning about, um, you know, the Bible and reading the Bible and nothing but the Bible. And so I'm really, really grateful to God for growing this ministry. And as a person, um, I'm full of failures. And sometimes I'm just, you know, awestruck at the the amount of grace that God has poured on me. That despite the fact that I'm a sinner, I still carry his word and that, uh, you know, I get time to study his word with a faceless crowd who also listen to the episodes that I post. And so I'm just going to promise that this um, episodes or this podcast is going to be purely Bible based, no politics, no, um, you know, uh, discussing things which do not relate to the gospel. As, you know, Paul warns Timothy that a minister, as a minister, you should avoid wrangles and, you know, baseless, um, you know, discussions and squabbles and all that. And so I, I think I, th- I think the growth rate at which we are growing is, is impressive. And I thank you because you are sharing and because you are subscribing and you are, you know, telling others about this podcast. And so... Uh, it's amazing and so uh, i think um you can continue yeah so i want to pray so that we begin this episode and in this episode we are going on with bible stories i really love the bible stories as i said in the last episode and the, the reason why i love really love bible stories is that first of all they are true they are true accounts of things that happened and fa- and the second thing is that they are meant for us for rebuke, for, you know, uh, encouragement, for exhortation, um, as an example, yeah. 
to believe us. Uh, Hebrew says that the things which happened in the past happened to us as believers. And, you know, I often hear the argument that why do we learn, have to learn about what happens to the Hebrews, what happened to the Hebrews, you know, since we are not, you know, um, the descendants of Abraham. But the people forget and, and, you know, this is the same argument that is fronted by the atheists and, you know, people who have something and acts to grind with uh, Christianity by claiming that uh, Christianity um, is kind of an imitation of Judaism and that, you know, why should Christians believe in the God of the Jews? But they forget that the promise that was given to Abraham the promise that was given to Abraham was inherited by Gentiles through faith. And us as Gentiles have been grafted um, into the Abrahamic faith through faith, through through grace. Yeah. And so we are part of the Jewish family, not really the Jewish family, but of the Abrahamic promise that was given to him by God, the Abrahamic covenant. And that's why we believe in the Bible and that's why we learn from it and that's why the words speak to us as Gentiles. So without much ado, I'm just going to pray. Thank you, Jehovah Father, for this episode. Thank you, Jehovah my Father, for people who are listening from all over the world. We thank you, Jehovah God, for the blessing of this ministry. Jehovah God, this little podcast that started with one episode, Jehovah God has grown to be listened to by nationalities in over 50 countries. Father, we grow, we thank you and we glorify you for that growth. And as we start to discuss your word today, Jehovah God, I pray, Jehovah God, that you may strengthen us to always meet here, Jehovah Lord, to listen to your word and to discuss your word. Despite our shortcomings, despite our failures, forgive us our sins, Jehovah Father. And you cleanse us, Jehovah God, my Father, and sanctify us with your word because your word is truth. And Jehovah God, may you Continue to encourage us, Jehovah God, to meet even in physical churches with physical fellowship as Jehovah Father until you return. For this is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. So now, today uh, there's this story that I've been meaning to uh, to discuss, yeah? And I really, really love this story for one. And this is the story of Daniel, yeah? So... If you're a Bible-believing Christian, then you have heard about the story of Daniel and his friends. And the book, the entire book of Daniel is amazing because it's filled with the visions of beasts and visions of mountains and kingdoms and wars that were predicted much into the future. And there's some things that happens to Daniel which just are outside out of this world i don't even think that moses had the experience with god that uh, daniel had um, with god i mean his friends uh these three friends passed through a fire furnace and come out unscathed and daniel is thrown into the den of lions and he comes out and unscathed unharmed a lot of things happen you know this is the story this is a part where Nebuchadnezzar is the king of the first, the first real empire in the world, yeah, a great empire, and in his pride, you know, he exalted himself, and he's driven out 
into the wild to eat grass with the with the oxen and to have a dew fall on him like this tree trunk of a gra of um of a fallen tree and then he comes back to his senses his senses are restored and his his kingdom is restored to him and when you actually google this account you find that historians have um have recorded that gap in the kingdom in the history of the kingdom of babylon where they had no king for a period yeah and so these things happened so today i just want us to learn from the book of uh, daniel chapter one and chapter two so it's going to be a story that i'll be reading as i analyze and as as we learn from what happened to daniel and his friends and to king Nebuchadnezzar, and especially um, in Daniel chapter 2, we are just going to look at uh, the dream of Nebuchadnezzar and why Nebuchadnezzar dreamt that dream and what happened afterwards. And so strap yourselves and, you know, uh, let's launch it right. So I'm reading from um, the Good News Bible, the Good News Translation. I like the Good News Translation because of the simple language. I mean, Everybody can understand it. Even an elementary school kid can understand uh, this translation. And so it says, uh, uh, that is from verse 1, it says, In the third year that Jehoiakim was king of Judah, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, Babylonia attacked Jerusalem and surrounded the city. The Lord let him capture King Jehoiakim and seize some of the temple treasures. He took some prisoners back with him, to the temple of his gods in Babylon and put the captured treasures in the temple storerooms. Uh, verse 3. The king ordered Ashpenaz, the chief official, to select from among the Israelite exiles some young men of the royal and of the noble families. So I wanted to understand as this story develops that the men, the stock from where um, Daniel and his friends came from was not ordinary people. These were people who had grown up in courts, who had grown up in palaces, yeah, because they were the royal blood. And verse 4 says, they had to be handsome, intelligent, well-trained, quick to learn, and free from physical defects. So the quality of these young men, when you read, you know, verse 4, is that Daniel and his friends were not just, you know, any other hobos that were picked from anywhere. These men were quick to learn, they were well-trained, they were intelligent, and they were also handsome and free from any physical defects. So the king of Babylon actually chose the best from the best. And history says that whenever Babylon attacked a nation, they will assimilate, you know, that nation into the Babylonian culture and the Babylonian way of doing things and philosophy. And it became easier to rule the old world that, that, that way. And even the Greeks and the Middle Persians adopted this same technique later on the bible says that the king also gave orders that every day they were to be given the same food and wine as the members of the royal court after three years of this training they were to appear before the king among those chosen were daniel ananiah mishael and azariah all of whom were from the tribe of judah wow <laughs> That was such a coincidence, yeah? So the chief official gave them new names, Belteshazzar, 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so we have come to know them by these, um, by these new names. So Belteshazzar was Daniel. Shadrach was, you know, I think uh, uh, Shadrach was Ananiah. And then Mishael was Meshach. And Zazariah was Abednego. Yeah. So, you know, what the world will do is that the world will try to give you new names, you know. Um, not new names uh, in the sense of names, but new titles. So when we become, uh, you know, when we accomplish education in a particular field, we are called maybe doctor, professor, and all these names. And some of us like to identify ourselves with the names of the world. So you get offended when you are, you are not referred to as professor so-and-so, you know, doctor so-and-so, and, you know, so on and so on. But these are names that are given by the world. You know, what is God calling you? Has God given you a name? Yeah. So what what is what, what, what is the name that God knows you by? That is the most important. So um, verse 8 says, But Daniel made up his mind not to let himself become ritually unclean by eating the food and drinking the wine of the royal court. So he asked Ashfenaz to help him. And God made Ashfenaz sympathetic to Daniel. Ashfenaz, however, was afraid of the king. So he said to Daniel, The king has decided what you are to eat and drink. And if you don't look as fit as the other young men, he may kill me. So I want us to note down verse 8 says, But Daniel made up his mind not to let himself become ritually unclean by eating the food and drinking the wine of the royal court. So normally, uh, you know, in the culture of the Jews, they were not allowed to actually eat, you know, food that was being offered to idols. And so the culture of these kings is that before um, they ate something, they used to offer these things to, to their idols and to their gods. You know, it's much like the dinner, dinner prayer. And the king of Babylon was also considered a god in his own right. And so, you know, the food that was offered to other gods it was not to enter the mouth of the Israelites. And these were young boys, you know. Um, Daniel and his friends were not old people, you know. By the time they were getting into the court of Nebuchadnezzar, they were not old. They were about in their teenage years, yeah. They were like, if, if, it, if, if they were too old, then they were probably 19 years of age. But most, most probably history says that they were about 17 um, 18, 16. So they were not the same age. So some of them were younger. But the Bible records that Daniel actually made up his mind. So I don't know about his other friends, you know, the three friends, but the Bible records that Daniel himself made up his mind not to let himself become ritually unclean. You know, that, that sentence, that verse packs such a heavy punch, yeah, because it condemns uh, but at the same time, it encourages a lot of us, you know. And the gist of what I wanted to discuss today is that you don't have to conform to the patterns of this world. You know, sometimes we want we want to conform to the patterns of this world. Sometimes we want to try to so much to be like the world, to do things that the world does, and to be friends with the world so that we can gain the favors of the world, so that we can look good before the world, you know. So these young men... Uh, that were chosen to serve the king in his court 
were being given the, the delicacies of this, the king in order to appear physically fit and attractive to the to the king and to be in the service of the king of Babylon. But the Bible records that Daniel did not refuse to be in service of the king of Babylon, but he refused to participate in some of the rituals and to conform to the patterns of Babylon. You know, even though he was given a name, even though he was described differently, but he refused to be recognized, you know, uh, by participating into the rituals of the Babylonians. And so as early as possible, he set himself apart. You have ever done an episode called Set Yourself Apart, Be Ye Separate, yeah? I believe it's First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 13, there about that says that be ye separate, yeah? So, no, it is Second Corinthians. So, um, I, 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 think, I think we should really reflect if there's somewhere we are failing where you seek so much, you seek so much friendship with the world, you are willing to compromise the beliefs that you have held for so long, there's sometimes that you wish to you, you want to compromise the beliefs that you have held for so long so that you may gain some material thing or you may gain some worldly uh, recognition uh, yesterday was the sabbath and i was uh, in the morning i was i was um I, I was requested yeah there was an event i'm in the tech industry and you know communities tech tech communities usually hold events where they discuss languages, technologies, and and things like that. But normally, my 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 philosophy and my belief since I was young, even in in um, high school and primary school, is that the Sabbath day in the Sabbath day you don't do any work and you don't do anything relating to your own pleasure. Yeah. So Isaiah fifty eight, and so I was, I, I really thought about it because on, on the other hand, I'm a leader. Uh, at a tech organization and at a startup and this would have been a very perfect opportunity for me to market my startup because it involves um customers as as uh, you know even developers as customers and so i could have popularized and advertised and marketed our startup and our community and this particular event but when i thought about it i said in my heart i was saying that i'm not going to go to this event and the reason I'm not going to go to this event is, I and I remember the book of of um, of, of Daniel, and I say that just as Azariah, my Mishael, and Abednego said in there before the king that they shall not bow down before the um, image and the statue that Nebuchadnezzar made, even if God did not rescue them, they still would not bow, and so I said that. If, if going to this uh, event was going to be the most crucial thing that I did for my startup, then let my startup not have that thing. Let it fail, but let me just observe and obey the Sabbath command and worship um, God on this Sabbath day. And so I did not go. Yeah. So I know I'm going to face several of such decisions in future but i pray and i pray that i may stand and that you also is listening to me when you are faced by such temptations and you are faced by such choices that you may stand so let's go on um, um so verse 11 says 
So Daniel went to the guard whom Ashpenaz had placed in charge of him and his three friends. Test us for 10 days, he said. So you remember, you know that, you know, test, prayer usually uh, occurs over 10 days. There are usually 10, 10 days of prayer in January when uh, the first quarter of the, the year of the church. Uh, so testing testing for 10 days praying for 10 days you know 10 days occurs uh, frequently in the bible yeah so he says test us for 10 days he said give us vegetables to eat and water to drink then compare us with the young men who are eating the food of the royal court and base your decision on how they look so we agreed to let them try it for 10 days when the time was up they looked healthier and stronger than all those who had been eating the royal food. So from then on, the God let them continue to eat vegetables instead of what the king provided. God gave, now listen to this, God gave the four young men knowledge and skill in literature and philosophy. In addition, he gave Daniel skill in interpreting visions and dreams. So <laughs> Daniel did not leave... Um, Judah having the vision, having the skill to interpret visions and dreams. He actually acquired it when he proved faithful. You know, in he passed the test. This this test that he passed and showed himself faithful to God. And that's why he came upon that skill to interpret visions and dreams. And so this this is something that is going to help him, you know, in future and uh, in, in, in his future endeavors. But I also want us to understand but the Bible says that it gave them understanding in literature and philosophy. You know, literature and philosophy is not religious. You know, it is not spiritual matters. It is matters of this world. Philosophy is the study of this world and how we fit in it. And so you find that God is giving Daniel and his friends understanding in the things of this world also. So it means that the same, same way that God blessed these people... <laughs> with skill and understanding in the matters of this world it is the same way that if we faith, prove faithful to god in all these things god can also give us the things of this world god can give us knowledge you know of mathematics knowledge of science knowledge of coding knowledge of programming knowledge of all these things physics knowledge of you know being the best doctor being the best word being the best lawyer knowledge and skills in being the best teacher, being the best pilot, if we just keep to the course, if we just obey and prove faithful to God. So we always think that if we spend time, you know, with God and we've spent time in the Bible, then our only vocation can be to come become doctors. But as this Bible verse says, is that we can even use the skills that you are learning from this world to glorify God. Yeah, have you heard that? That you can use the skills that you have acquired from school, the skills that you have acquired through life training and from your work to glorify God. That God can increase the knowledge that you have. God can increase your opportunities of making money in this world and actually help you scale that ladder faster if you obey him in totality than if you disobey him by going to your own way and conforming to the patterns of this world. You often think that the only way that we can win in life 
is by doing as the Romans do, quote in quotes. And so as Christians, as Bible professing Christians, we like to think that, you know, if if we if people are doing something, if people are engaging in corruption, if people are stealing public funds, if people are using underhand methods to get opportunities, then the best way for us to get ahead also is to join those people in the things that they are doing. You know, the Bible says, I think in um, the book of Psalms, chapter 37, that do not do not envy the evildoer or desire what he does. You know, do not fret when evildoers excel in the things that they do. You know, sometimes we, li- we look at celebrities, we look at musicians and TikTok uh, stars and all these celebrities, and we really, really know the life that they live. We really know at the back of our heads that these people are not living holy lives, that these people are not trying to be godly, that they do not know God. But we envy their lives so much that sometimes we have found ourselves emulating what they do, conforming to the patterns of this world so that we may live like them, so that we may appear to be like them, you know, which is very wrong. So we should not be convinced by anything. The same way that Daniel was blessed with skill in literature and in philosophy, it's the same way that if we do the things that Daniel did, because the book of Daniel is an example to us, if we follow in the footsteps of Daniel, and actually uphold Christ and glorify God in our lives in everything that we do. That this, those same same things can be um, accruing to us. So let's continue with the story. So it says, verse 18, At the end of the three years set by the king, Ashpenaz took all the young men to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them all, and Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah impressed him more than any of the others. Wow. Again, when they be- go before the king, they again exile before the king. These are people who have been eating vegetables for three years. You know, but one thing that was consistent with Daniel and his friends is that they were obedient to God, that they were obedient and followed the commandments of God. They were faithful to God. It's not like they, are pu- they were perfect. They were not sinless. The Bible doesn't say that these people are sinless. In fact, the only person who has never committed sin is Jesus himself. He is the one who lived a perfect life. So it means that at one point or another, Daniel and his friends were probably not as holy as we usually think that they are. Because these were young men. They were young men. And so the, the same, same temptations that we are facing is the same, same temptations that they face. And being in the king's court where there was debauchery and where there was scheming and there was merrymaking and, you know, a show of wealth and all these things, it has, it must have been very, very difficult to remain faithful while being um, in the king's court where there was temptations, even from women. I mean, that being that close to power, you know, you are the, the people who serve the king in the king's court, and you're just in your teens and in your 17, and, you know, I might believe that there were noble women also, there were noble men who had daughters over there, and there were concubines, and there were women milling around, and, you know, there was orgies, sexual orgies, and all these things going on, and drunkenness, 
but the bible records that these people actually stuck their ground and remained faithful and they were rewarded at, at last so the bible says that uh Mishael, Azariah, Daniel and Hananiah impressed Nebuchadnezzar more than any of the others so they became members of the king's court no matter what question the king asked or what he raised these four knew 10 times more than any fortune teller or magician in the whole kingdom amen Daniel remained loyal remained at the court royal court until Cyrus the empire of Persia conquered Babylonia wow so <laughs> uh, the bible says that no matter what question the king asked or what problem he raised this for new 10 times more than any fortune teller or magician in the whole kingdom so <laughs> you know um even even in the present world there are fortune tellers and magicians and actually the presidents of this world and the leaders of this world and the businessmen of this world they consult mediums and magicians and fortune tellers not be deceived that uh, paganism ended you know with the advent of christianity it did not you know in fact paganism is now thriving more than it did and it is more sophisticated than we know so we hear stories of uh, you know sodomy and uh, Uh, child molestation pedophilia even in the church and some of these things and weird stories and some of these things are done for ritualistic purposes yeah so we should not be ignorant i know christians sometimes you can be very ignorant and think that uh, you know some some things have gone out of fashion or ended when christ came yeah so we should not be ignorant when you hear some of these things and some of the things that are done in order to gain wealth you know some of the things that celebrities have to do some of the things that the presidents of this world have to do in order to remain in power the devil does not give anybody anything for free yeah um the devil does not give anybody anything for free and so the devil worship is very much alive and we should be very very careful you should be careful about what you listen to careful about what you watch careful about things you read um because some of these things that we do some of these things that you watch are actually offerings to demonic forces and so we are participating in in offerings and rituals uh, at the altar of satan so we need to be very very careful and watchful yeah uh bible says that this young man no matter what question the king asked or what problem he raised there were 10 times more so you find that king nebuchadnezzar actually surrounded himself with this uh intelligent people fortune tellers and all these because he needed uh to consult so the nature of these pagan kings and even today is that they are people who do not know god and so we kind of adulate them and admire them and admire celebrities but they are not bible believing people and we have been captured by hollywood and netflix um which are actually altars for worshiping the devil and glorifying lucifer and it's it's just a mess up messed up world yeah uh so we really need to be careful we really need to be careful and 
the Bible says that these young men were even ten times more. So I wanted to encourage I wanted us to be encouraged that you do not have to conform to the patterns of this world. You do not have to do things as the world does. You just have to be faithful. The story of Daniel part one, um the lesson that we need to draw here is that we need we only need to remain faithful. Be faithful in giving, you know, be faithful in giving your ten percent. However much people will crack jokes about, you know, why does your God need money, you know, when he, he declares that he's, he's rich and he owns everything. Those are nonsense. You know, be, continue believing in what you have believed in, as Paul counsels Timothy. And avoid um, useless publics, right? Um, continue being faithful. Continue holding on god be faithful and you know until the end even if you conform there's no guarantee that you're going to be successful but if you remain faithful to god it may take a while it may take long for god to answer your prayers but it will surely come i'm a testimony of that that it will surely come and so i wish that we may be encouraged by this first part of the story so um Check out for the second part of the story uh, that is going to dwell on uh, Daniel chapter 2. But uh, my encouragement to you is that do not conform to the patterns of this world, but rather be renewed in your mind and glorify God always. And may the Lord bless us and may the Lord carry us through. And may the Lord um, strengthen us, really, really strengthen us to stand even in these last times. And when after we have stood to stand again and to pray and be watchful, because the devil is really wrathful, yeah. And the Bible says that he has come out even to deceive the very elect. And so nobody is safe, yeah. But we are wise in that we know. We know when the times are near. We have been trained as soldiers into the schemes of the enemy and some of the tactics that the enemy is going to you so there's nothing that god has kept secret and so in his wisdom he has also given us given us teachers he has given us a bible and he has given us fellow believers to walk with us through the journey of faith so i pray that uh, his faith may be um, you may have the faith of jesus may have faith in jesus but also the faith of jesus because you will need that faith of jesus and that his grace may be sufficient upon you and your family and in your country also. So continue sharing this podcast, continue um, you know, discussing the word and continue being the strong for the Lord. This is my prayer for you in Jesus' name.